Welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, it's going pretty well. How about yourself? This is like one of my favorite days of the year, so I'm doing pretty damn good. Favorite days of the year? One of. One of the favorite days of the year. Mm -hmm. I don't know what what day is that. Some sort of gardening day? (laughs) Close. Strawberry picking day. Ah, that was really close. I would say straw. I would say strawberry picking. That could be classified as gardening. I guess. I guess. I guess that counts. Where'd you go? Did you go to Rob's Fruit Farm? No, that doesn't exist anymore. They shut down. That's overgrown. It's just that looks like a madhouse over there. Oh, yeah. Strawberry season in uh, Pennsylvania is not good this year. Just a heads up, FYI. Didn't didn't get a lot of good, a lot of succulent ones. Not not nah. many. Yeah, I did. We we did not what we usually get, but man, it was a lot of work to get the amount that we did. Ah, uh, hmm. Climate change. It's real. Yeah, it sure is. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. Hey, Ryan. Uh, did you go strawberry picking this weekend, Ryan? No. Oh, I should have taken. I should have picked you up. I should have scooped <laughs> you up. Same uh, Same day, different shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, Kevin and I are challenging ourselves to find movies Ryan likes in the hope that we will reach a coveted 10 out of 10. You can join in on the conversation by sending your movie suggestions for Ryan to podcast at filmpulse.net or by sending me a DM on Twitter at filmpulse.net. If you like the show, consider helping us out by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash filmpulse and be sure to check out the Frederick's Ataxia Research Alliance website at curefa.org. Check it out. Ryan, what movie do we have you watch this week? Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. This is from 2018. This is another newer movie that we're giving you. Uh, Last time you said that you wanted a comedy, so we're thinking about comedies and this was the first one i think that we sort of decided on Uh, it's directed by charles stone the third i have a synopsis here an anti-ageist comedy about a man's dream to win (laughs) (laughs) an anti-ageist comedy i'd never ah love it uh to win the rucker classic streetball tournament in harlem ryan tell us a little bit about uncle drew um well there's a guy, and when he was little, he was in the tournament, and his last second winning shot was blocked by Nick Krull, and later on the movie, Nick Krull also steals his girlfriend, and his new star player. By the way, Nick Kroll is the best quintessential ass. <laughs> is the best player douchebag. Alright, anyway, um, and they're in this moment. And this guy, uh, is an old boy, and he's in a street ball game. And he ends up winning its style. And they form a partnership. 
And the guy says, only play if he can choose the roster. And he does that. And there's a bunch of older players, but older being like 60 plus. Or a plus by 70 plus. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, 60 plus is more accurate. I don't know about 70. Maybe. So, enough look around. And they had a tournament and ended up winning the, the main game. And there's also a side love story, sort of. And as he wins the game, he also gets the girl. And I guess there lives somewhere around there. I could right. because he always does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone else loved me. I think he's still happy. Yeah, because I mean, he didn't die. He didn't die. So I think he, he's pretty happy. He seems. He seemed pretty upbeat at the end of the movie there. So what did you think of Uncle Drew? I liked it. That being said, I probably won't watch it again. But it was definitely worth watching it once. It's a one and done. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because there's, there's a lot of older... Basketball players that I used to watch when I was a kid. So it's like journey, journey time. The walk down memory lane. Yes. Yeah, you do have a lot of classic ball players in this. Kevin, um, since you you were you still are a big fan of basketball, right? You're still you still follow it and everything. Uh, I just got back into it, and mostly because of this movie. This kind, of, this movie kind of reignited basketball fever for me. Nice. And then, and then, High Flying Bird came around. Yeah. And yep. that that lit it again. And now I'm all about the finals, the NBA finals. So, yeah. But for a stretch there, I wasn't really, I didn't really follow basketball anymore. I think it was because I couldn't play anymore, so I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> well, I, I understand that, though. Like, it, it would just, like, make you sad. You know? It'd be like watching, yeah. like, like you're watching your favorite sport, but you can't go out and, like, play it. Yeah, exactly. You're describing my life. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sure it's the same for you, Ryan. Like, where there's certain activities that you don't want to watch on TV or anything because you're like jealous. You're like, fuck, I can't. But it's weird because I, I still enjoy soccer. I, I used to love basketball as little, but I'm not really into it anymore. Yeah, the fun fact the the first time I ever met Ryan is because he played basketball with my brother. Well, there you go. They were on the same team. I remember that, yes. Very cool. Uh, I was never a really big into basketball. There was like, 
that very short amount of time when the Charlotte Hornets were like a big thing. So I was like super into the Hornets. Were were you into the Hornets or were you just was that cover for having a starter jacket? Yeah, I never I never had a starter jacket, although I wanted one. I don't know. I think it was just a trend. Like the Charlotte Hornets were a trendy team to like, and so I started following them. And I I was also a big fan of NBA Jam, and the Hornets were always the best on NBA Jam. So I I did follow them for a little bit, but that was pretty much the extent. Ryan, who was your team? I don't remember who you. I got Bulls and the Hornets. You're Bulls and Hornets guy too. I think everybody was a Bulls fan too back then with MJ. Uh, yeah, like Michael Jordan a whole lot. Whole lot. Big Jordan fan. Everybody was. Were you big were you big Tony Kukoc fan? Ryan? Uh, it was, uh, I enjoyed that he was uh from my overseas. I knew from was from my I forget where Tony Kukoc was from. I want to say Croatian. Looking it up. Yep, Croatian. Damn. Uh, Ryan, Ryan still got it. On the money. <laughs> Getting back to the movie, did you find, and, and apologies about Kevin's audio, it just got completely whacked and we can't seem to fix it. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to try to power through. I'm going to fix as much as I can in editing. Okay. Getting back to the the movie, Ryan. Did you what were did you find it funny? First of all, yeah, there are a few parts that I've been laughing out loud. Oh, okay, yeah. couple lulls there. That's good. Especially when Easy shake ass at me laugh a lot. <laughs> Because it's just a giant man and he says Shaq's Shaq's butt made him laugh. <laughs> uh, uh Lil Rel Howery in here as um he's the main character, Dax, the one that you mentioned. And then you have Nick Kroll as the antagonist, Mookie. Pretty good cast in here. You, you have um Tiffany Haddish in a smaller role, but it's, it's Still pretty good. Your outtakes made me laugh a lot. Yeah, the outtakes were funny. I did. I liked when he called uh, Uncle Drew Uncle Ben. That was that was probably the funniest thing to me, and that was an outtake thing. But anytime that it was uh, uh, between Dax and Mookie, when they would just riff and just kind of clown on each other, uh. that was good stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed this this movie. This is one that really has no sense in being as good as it is, just because it's it's a, it's a Pepsi commercial, right? So I, I'm not. Yeah, like I didn't notice a lot of like Pepsi product placement or anything in there. So the movie might be a whole separate thing. No, it's probably just in there. But to me, I didn't find it egregious in any way. But there's, I mean, there's a ton of product placement in the movie, but. Makes sense, you know, Nike and stuff being in there. Basketball, yeah, yeah. I just didn't, I wasn't, I didn't find it to be egregious with the Pepsi stuff. In fact, I, I don't really remember any Pepsi stuff in there. 
I don't either, really. I could I'm be. Sure it's, I'm sure it's all over the place, like in the background and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe um, uh, there was somebody drinking one at one point. I remember saying that. It looks like it is in association with PepsiCo's Creators League Studios, so it was still attached to Pepsi. The yeah, the feature. I mean, yeah, because it's based on their commercials. It is, but I don't know. Like, Which I mean, a, just think of that. I mean, like you said, there's there's really no reason for this to be good. It's based off of a commercial. Like, how many times have we have they made movies based on commercials and been like, "Wow, yeah, that was actually enjoyable." Maybe never. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Maybe never. They did. They did make. Uh, remember, they made the the Geico cavemen uh, commercials. They made that into a TV show that was really yes. bad. That yes. didn't work. <laughs> That's like one of the only other things I can even think of. I'm sure that there are other examples of commercials made into movies, but... but yeah, and I mean, for me, there's just one... You gotta, I think, in order to like this movie, you have to like basketball, at least on some level. Like, if you don't, there's, there's no point to... Because for me, it's just, it's funny to see people that can play basketball really well in old people makeup, and then you think they're, they're old and playing basketball really well. It's really stupid, but really enjoyable and entertaining. Is I Space Jam was based on a commercial too. To- was it? Yeah, totally, totally forgot about that one. We just, I just talked about that on the '90s show a couple months ago, and I was sitting here trying to think about other, other, com- other movies based on commercials, and I'm almost certain Space Jam was a, it was a Michael Jordan. There was a commercial. I think you might be right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, Kyrie Irving is the he plays Uncle Drew and he also directed three of the commercials, the shorts. No, really? Yeah. He did, yeah. He did uh, Uncle Drew chapter two, three and four. I don't hmm. know how many of them there were, but he directed those. Surprising. Yeah. He also wrote them. He's also the writer. What? Yeah, this is directed by uh, the guy who did Mr. 3000. If you remember that one, the baseball movie. Is that, the Bur- is that Bernie Mac? Yeah, it's the Bernie Mac one. Okay. I remember that not being very good. Okay, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> he couldn't hold that in. He had to get that. He did Drumline, which I don't think I ever saw. Also terrible. Damn, how many Charles Stone III movies you've seen, right? <laughs> all? Uh, Are you complete? I'm sure that's probably all he's seen, because that's really... That's it? It's not it, but he did a movie called Paid in Full in 2002, starring Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, he did a movie called uh, Leela and Eve, starring Viola Davis and Jennifer Lopez. It came out in 2015. He did a movie called Stepsisters, which came out on Netflix last year. It was about like stepping. I don't know. I feel like we haven't really talked too much about this movie, Ryan. Did you did you have any other like other than Shaq's butt? Do you have any other highlights? <laughs> I was saying saying all the people I used to watch while I was young was pretty cool. 
Oh, and Brad Drew Miller is pretty awesome. You had a lot of like cameos in there. Yeah. yeah. Leslie, I liked her a lot when I was younger. Yeah. All right. Now, with you being being a Chicago Bulls fan, did you? I tell you, you probably you probably hated, but also respected Reggie Miller. Yes. Here's <laughs> what I can. I can't can. I can. Nope. Catch and release. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, what? This old, the, catch, the catch and release you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's amazing. He's quick. He's quick with getting that shot off. Yeah, I think the, the only people that actually, like, I don't even know if Pacers fans like Reggie Miller. Imagine. <laughs> but I can't imagine there was that, that many Pacers <laughs> fans back then. And on the credits. He said he still got it. Still got it. Rich Miller still. Rich Miller still got it. <laughs> that, uh, when that team when he has the sunglasses on <laughs> and he breaks everything. Yeah, well, what are they? Is that like a Dave and Busters? <laughs> Is that a Dave and Busters? D&B. D&B. Any final thoughts, Ryan, before we give you your drum roll on this? Uh, it's worth watching at least once. At least once. I think I agree with you. I, I think that, like, I saw it once. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll go back and watch this again. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. I kind of agree with you, too. I think it's one of those things where the, like, the plot and everything don't... Like it's not that great. No. It's just really when they play when they play basketball. That's really all you're waiting for. Yeah. And the women talk shit each other. Yeah. It's fun. It's like sort of a fun like getting the old gang back together type of movie. You know, like most of the movie is them driving around, seeing where the old team is at now and yeah. convincing them to come back. And then you have that the big game at the end everything culminates to that big game i thoroughly enjoyed when they when they finally got everyone there at the beach before the tournament started and they all get like their little their little trinkets their little totem and it yeah. kind of gives them back their powers unlocks their powers yeah all of a sudden that that duke <laughs> nate robinson comes out of his like catatonic state uh. <laughs> He hasn't moved. His, his muscles have not atrophied at all. He just pops out of that wheelchair and he's dumb. <laughs> all right, Ryan. Let's give you a drum roll. What do you give Uncle Drew? Seven out of ten. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. I kind of thought he would like this more. Oh, I'm wondering if my score would be different on the second watch. Mm. Like I feel lower. Yeah, I have a feeling it would go lower based I, on I, everything that you've said. Yeah, I think so too. I would stay away. Yeah, else. like you said, it's good for it's good for a one watch, and then move on with your life, do other yeah. things. So now we know that one part of your critique on films one of your criteria rather is rewatchability is it a movie that that 
you can rewatch multiple times and still get something out of. So that's something that we'll need to take into consideration in the future. Is this something that could lend itself to a rewatch? Is this not something that we've already kind of discussed before where like his, his rewatchability is very, it's, it's all over the place. It's It's odd. It's tough. It's a tough one. It's an odd catalog of movies. Like the movie Step Brothers. That's not that great, but I can watch that over and over and over. Fucking excuse me? Did you say it's not that great? Yeah, it's not that great. I think it's one of the the best comedies of this generation. Yeah. Did I get to have a score? I don't know. Got a high score for me. (laughs) I like them. They need to make a sequel to that. That needs a sequel. I don't say it a lot that something needs a sequel, but Step Brothers needs a sequel. Actually, Ryan, it only Step Brothers only has a fifty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it is rotten. That's bullshit. That's <laughs> I, I don't. I, I can't wrap my head around that, but that makes no sense to me. That's very bizarre. This 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 episode just took a turn, but now I'm just peeved. I'm just I'm just I'm upset. Yeah, Richard Roper gave it a rotten. Don't watch it on an airplane. Don't check it out on cable. Don't walk past the bargain basement bin where it's been sold. What the fuck are you talking about? Very strange. I feel like if that bin is on cable, I make it a point to watch it. Oh yeah. I've had I've had vacations sidetracked because it comes on in the hotel room and I'm like, what? I'm watching Step Brothers now. Yeah. It is one of those movies where every time it's on, you just it sucks you right in. Yeah. $200 a night for this room to watch Step Brothers. Awesome. (laughs) On cable. (laughs) The made the made for the TV edit of Step Brothers. (laughs) And you already missed you you missed a third of it, but you're still gonna power through to the end. Doesn't matter. Catch it next time I'm on vacation. <laughs> uh, all right, Ryan. Any final thoughts on Uncle Drew before we close it out this week? I would. I also want to throw out there that another thing that we can kind of throw into his uh, his list of things that he enjoys is we just need to find more movies with Shaq's naked ass. Yeah, Shaq's <laughs> butt. Lots of sh- lots of Shaq butt coming at you. Shazam! Shazam's the next one. I don't know if his ass is. I'm a big man and so, an <laughs> old man. And so not not. Lame. All right. So not. It doesn't necessarily have to be Shaq. It just has to be a large old man showing his butt, and that, that, that is, that's a winner. So it could be like the Kembe Mutombo, the new ball. Oh my god! I would love George, that. I George. George Murasov. <laughs> Arvita Sabonis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's amazing. It's time uh, to do some research, Adam. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> we need to find seven footers yeah, in I'm movies. Sure, I'm sure there's a letterbox list that we can <laughs> consult. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can send us your picks for Ryan 
to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. If you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by being a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye.